You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Good morning, everybody. It is that time again for the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. But if you're watching us, you already know that, don't you? It's uh, Sunday. It is February 21st. It is 2021. And uh, from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from the Radio TFI Executive Tower out there in Queens, New York, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you're... uh... You've had a wonderful week. You're having a great Sunday. Maybe you stayed up late and watched hockey and uh, from Lake Tahoe. We'll talk about that a little bit later. And maybe you'll you'll watch a little bit more hockey from Lake Tahoe this afternoon. And uh, and again, we uh, hope uh, to all our friends in Texas. We 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 wish you the best. We're we're, we're you know uh, we wish everybody out there. We're hoping do what you can to help our friends out in Texas. Uh, uh, whatever little squabbles we have, let's put them aside. And it's been cold and brutal out there, and they got all sorts of issues that that they need help with. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, and once again, good morning from the ground floor of the uh, executive tower here. Once again, floors two through three forty-seven have been closed for renovation. We went through this past week. We went through the music vault, John, and let me tell you, we've. We've reorganized. We have. We've got everything spick and span, clean as far as I can figure. We've gotten all the dust and the cobwebs out. But then again, there's still a couple of rooms we haven't ventured into yet. So, so we'll see. So, good morning, sir. How are you today? I'm just fine. Enter if you dare is what he's trying to uh, tell you there. Basically, so. and before we go any further, just a just a big big shout out to our good friend Mike King. Who's recovering from a little oh, yes. from a little fall? Uh, I've been speaking to him every day. He's getting better and better every day. Mike, we're here for you. You know that. Uh, uh, John's waving, even though you can't watch us because he don't know how to. He's we're lucky we can get him to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Mike's doing better. Uh, if if you find him on Facebook, by all means, uh, send him a little. Send him a little. Uh, uh, get get well soon 
message uh we would appreciate it and again absolutely um, and mike we'll uh we'll talk to you later today pal john absolutely oh so um totally i just totally had a brain meltdown stock, Uh-oh. stock report that's that, that that is not that's not good to uh, to start the day. You want to jump right into this here? Sure. My God! Sure, let's go right to the stock report. Let's get this over with. Then we can talk about whatever. All right. Okay. People tune yeah, in. Let's people tune in by the millions to get the stock report every week. Are you kidding me? This is. We should move this to the end of the show. Because this is what <laughs> grabs people. They come in. They go. Oh, I don't need to listen to these two goons. But I do want to. I want to get that stock report because my week hinges on these two. Yada 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 yada. Reporting yada. Let's easily just available information that I could get on my own anywhere else. But <laughs> but that's what they're here for. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Radio TFI Market Watch, your stock market report. Uber closed the week at $58.39, down $2.24. Meanwhile, Lyft closed the week at $58.93, up $1.28. This has been the Radio TFI Stock Market Report. I was very, very surprised. I'm a big fan of numbers that kind of line up and, and do cr- interesting things together. Uber closed the week at 58.39, Lyft at 58.93. That's all the same digits. But what's more interesting is Lyft, to my guess, is that it might be the first time they've actually closed higher than Uber. Mm, could, could be. I could be wrong. Uh, but that was the two things that struck me was the similarity in the closing price and the fact that Hey, wait a second. So Uber went down, Lyft went up. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to read into that, but... Uh... They're just, you know, it's, it's it's funny. They're just kind of playing the little float along the river game right now. You know, it's... They're just riding the market, and I think that's probably where they wanted to be all along. I mean, they... Riding the market. Listen to you like you know what you're talking about. I don't, but it just seems that there are certain things that you don't have to be, you don't have to pick it apart, you know, to every piece of the chicken, pick every piece of chicken off the bone before you just kind of understand that there are little trends that even... What you're saying is that you don't need to tear the chicken apart to know there's a bone under there. Thank you. Very good. Boy, I tell you, you're just spot on today. Congratulations. Analogies are my specialty. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll just move right on from there. 754-800 chat 754-800-2428 is the number if you'd like to call in and join in on the conversation. Oh, John. Real quickly here. Oh, oh John. Yeah. Whenever whenever, yeah. whenever you want to give out the numbers, just just give me a wink or something because today in honor of our pal Mike, this is when we give out the numbers, it's going to be this. Hi, this is Mike King. You want to talk to the guys at the Taxi Stand Hour? Call us at 754-800-CHAT. That's 754-800-2428. Join the conversation. 
Okay, I will keep that. Uh, I will keep that in the back shelf of my memory. Here All right. Best. I, I have to remember too much as it is. Come on, well, man. You, well, you showed up, which was something. You found the right place to be, despite. Yeah. You were in the wrong place. I was in the right place. All right. All right. We'll just let that go. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, man. Uh, what do you say real quick, as long as we finished up with the stock report, let's talk a little industry here. Right? Sure. We got a couple little bites uh, here, if you will. Um, as Ed pointed out to me in uh, pre-show, it looks like over there in jolly old England, uh, a court, I don't know if it's the, I don't think it's, the, I don't know if it's the definitive word or not yet. Well, here, let me, re let me read what ahead. I have. Uh, this tweet is from uh, uh, an, an official over there, Zara Sultana, MP. Uh, the, I know MP, Minister of Parliament. Or Member something. of Parliament. Member of Parliament. There you go. She had tweeted this, and unfortunately I didn't read the whole story, but uh, today this... This was a couple days ago. Today, the Supreme Court ruled that Uber drivers should be classed as workers. This ruling means drivers are entitled to the minimum wage, paid holidays, and union representation. Let's now end the hyper-exploitation of gig economy workers and guarantee good pay and rights for all. So, as always, uh, we expect Uber to play the victim here. Oh, of course. Well, they'll, they'll, well we're going to leave. They were be they were begging to not to be able or not be kicked out of London, but now they'll now that that card's been played, they'll be oh well if you if you continue this, uh, we're uh, we're just going to leave. You know, it's you know it's that same game that they pay, play all the time. Yeah, but you know what's funny or interesting? I don't think they've ever played that in London. I don't think they've ever played that card there. They want London. They want London bad. Uh, they they want Great Britain. There's no but London is, is specifically. There's uh, they fought long and hard uh, for that. So I I mean not. Well, well here here's to our friends over there in the UK. We hope finally that this is the beginning of the end. And uh, well, we don't know which way it's going to go. To be honest with you, it, it's it's gotten to the point now. You know, Uber has now been uh, a had a stronghold. It, it's kind of like the it's kind of like the coronavirus of uh, of uh, transportation, if you will. Mm. And yeah, well, well, let's let's face it. There are people that you know. I don't want to get off on this tangent, but there are people that say that we'll always have to be dealing with the, with the coronavirus in some aspect. Or another going forward, so it's uh, it's it's changed the landscape. Uber has definitely changed the landscape of things. Sure. Uh, and all I all I would like to do is just see. Uh, all I want to do is see the the guys behind the wheel. Whether if you're driving a taxi, whether you're driving an Uber, whatever you're doing, whatever the worker, I want to see the guy that's actually doing the job make as much money as he possibly can to support his family. You know, I'm sure that and this, this is not going to sound right to diehard uh, uh, taxi drivers and the, the people from the industry, but I don't hate Uber drivers as much as some, some people do. 
some people got into this industry, they didn't know jack squat about what it would do to another industry. At least that's my opinion. They, they didn't get into Uber or Lyft saying, you know, oh, we're going to screw those cab drivers. We're going to screw the taxi industry. They didn't get into it for that reason. But the thing is, is they don't suddenly it's accepted the fact that, you know, they'll go out and work, you know, 12 to 14 hours, 16 hours a day and be lucky to make minimum wage. Meanwhile, their personal vehicle uh, falls apart at the uh, at the seams, if you will. And um, that's what's sad to see. And that's so if, if we are going to have an Uber and or Lyft or whatever comes along or down the turnpike, we have to make sure that before they enter into this, you know, that, hey, you got people there that are using their their own cars, putting their own labor into it, and they need to be compensated for this. I don't care if they're working 10 hours a week. I don't care if they're working 60 hours a week. They need to be compensated. And so to hold Uber's feet to the fire to do this, so be it. I, and I don't, I don't necessarily care. Uh, I, I, I don't feel sorry for the people who are riding. You know, oh, Uber, Uber was so cheap. Now, if you pay the drivers more, well, 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 geez, I might have to pay ten dollars for that ride as opposed to seven or eight dollars. That's just unfair, you know. So that 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 group can just go to hell, as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, you said you got something there for uh, from the uh, lovely and talented uh, uh, Christine Hubbard. Uh, well, not exactly. Uh, but I, I before we do any of that, I want I want to just pick up uh, where you just dropped off there. Yes, you're right. A lot of drivers got involved with Uber and Lyft. And mm-hmm. had no idea, Uber, they were sold a bill of goods, and they believed what, were. what they were being told, but they weren't being told everything. And again, we've talked many, many times about ad nauseum. There's a word uh, <laughs> about you know what it costs to operate a vehicle and all that. Heck, we did we did almost the whole show once on on all that, what I used to spend on, on my fleet, uh, the reality of operating a vehicle for hire. And some of them just don't know any better, but yet they still can't, they say they can't find another job. And this is pre-COVID. And, and that's just, look, you can't find something that you, where you can sit around all day and drive your personal car. That may very well be, but uh, if you want to talk about making more money than you'll make with Uber, well, there's plenty of things out there. Plenty. May not be ideal. I McDonald's is hiring. That is correct. It may not be exactly what you want. But uh, if, 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 you're, if you're talking strictly about your income, well, Uber's not for you, baby. I'll tell you mm-hmm. what. I tell you, and look, and Uber's been playing this game. Uh, you're right, John. We're probably never going to get rid of them completely because they've still got enough politicians and lawmakers that have their grubby little hands out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, that's the other thing I was going to say, is that a lot of these drivers don't realize that, yeah, they're, they're, they're making taxi rates. Taxi 1976 rates, but 
texture mm. rates. I mean, look, I couldn't sustain it. And I had private clients. Oh, um, yeah. But you, you can't sustain that operation. Uh, so anyway, uh, the other thing I have, well, from Chris... From Christine Hubbard, if you go go to uh, RadioTFI.com, unless you're already there, if you're listening to the show, just scroll down uh, on the page. Uh, it should be the next thing down below the the player. Uh, they had a press conference up there in uh, Toronto, Canada, eh? Don't you know? Uh, that Christine was a part of, and we put her part of the, uh, the Zoom call up there that she had tweeted out. And as always, it's never, it's always a good use of your time to listen to anything that, that uh, Queen of All Hacks has to say. Uh, so I would take a listen to that. We're not going to play it here on the air, but it's there on the website. We highly recommend you uh, you take a listen to that. So that and that's and this, this is pertaining to, the, uh, to what had happened, the licensing. For those who weren't uh, listening here, missed it a couple of weeks, or what was it now, two weeks ago. The 10th. Uh, when we uh, when we had uh, a conversation with Christine, and uh, the very next day the situation changed. Basically, what was happening was is that the city of Toronto was ripping the uh, plates, the operating plates, whether you want to call them medallions, plates, whatever you want to say. They were basically coming out with their little screwdrivers and taking the plates off the car. And out there, once you took once you took the Played off once that driver no longer had that property, which by the way is property of that particular owner operator, uh, lost and gone forever. There's no getting it back because it's, um, like I said, it's a it's property, it's the dry, it's the right, it's she, that particular driver's property, which makes it theft to begin with. If, if they're well, doing that, well, not not to the letter of the law, it's not that. Because you've agreed to that. What, hap hey, what happened? What happened? What happened was, and again, this that broadcast is is on the website as well. You can uh, scroll right down, listen to it. Uh, we 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 spoke to Christine for about forty minutes that night. She's always very very gracious and generous with her time. But what had happened in a nutshell is a a driver driver and owner, uh, he had moved. Now during the pandemic, the office where he would go to renew his his license was closed due to the COVID. Mm -hmm. He 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 forgot, or however, he did not give them the uh, the new the new address. He had moved. Uh, so then they just came. They hadn't done it. They had never done this before. Apparently, they came out and. Uh, and now they were able to find them with the new address when they came out to pop the. Uh... Isn't that the truth? Now, now, it, it's more of a. People, some would say it's a coincidence. We say it's the power of Radio TFI. The very next day after Christine Hubbard <laughs> appeared on our show, well, literally everything changed. <laughs> they, they backed out on it, and everybody got their stuff back. And, and we feel uh, we're. You can argue with us all day long. We, we are convinced it was the power of, of the taxi stand tower. And if you don't like it, too bad. Tough noogies. But Did you tell them who we are? <laughs> I'd like to speak to the manager. My sister is named Karen. <laughs> but 
but it's true. The next day, they they had a big change of heart, and uh, uh, so that all got squared away. And Christine was on the other night uh, with the, the local politicians on a Zoom call. It was a press conference discussing all this. So again, check it out on the website. And uh, as always, we're 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 always happy to hear from her and. She fights. She fights. I'm telling you what. She should be. Oh, she should be fighting. She should be fighting. If we could, if North America had a representative uh, for the taxi industry, she's it. I, I, I see nobody else out there fighting like she does. Uh, Absolutely. As sticking on the Uber thing for a moment, uh, our good pal Soul Cab out there in uh, the city by the bay, out in San Francisco. Uh, posted something about uh, a federal law being proposed by uh, by Representative Chris Smith of the 4th District in New Jersey. Uh, it's called Sammy's Law, named in honor of Samantha Sammy Josephson, uh, a, new, a constituent of his who was kidnapped and brutally murdered by a predator pretending to be a Uber driver. Um down in South Carolina. Uh, H.R. 1082, sponsored by Smith, is a federal Sammy's law would require TNCs like Uber and Lyft to deploy a verifiable digital access system to match drivers with passengers before the ride begins. Uh, Essentially, what the story goes on, and there's a link to it on the website, is essentially a federal law that would hold Uber and Lyft and TNCs in general to doing what it is we in the taxi industry have been doing for years. Properly identifying uh, the drivers, background checks. There's actually something in here. Uh, It says, and also mandating that they examine the nature and specifics of quote-unquote, their quotes, not mine, background checks conducted by companies with the varying standards set by the states regarding background checks. But I take that to mean no more of this nonsense of uh, of essentially a glorified Google search by Checker, and that's Checker without a second e. Uh, it it's literally a glorified Google search, and if your name happened to be John Jones, well, there's no telling what would come back on you. Yeah, you because know all, it. all they check is public records. So hopefully that gets through, and uh, Uber will get what they want. Now you know, although uh, before I go any further. But uh, Soul Cab's comment on this was, uh, how hard are Tony West, Anthony Fox lobbying against this legislation, and how much money is, is Dara the K and John Zimmer and Logan Green from Lyft sending to defeat it? They are cowards who empower sexual predators. And, uh, yeah, he's not wrong. He's yeah, not they wrong. spend more money. It's, it, it's funny. Well, it really isn't funny, but... They spend so much money fighting these laws as opposed to putting that money towards making these making these things possible and making that ride as safe as possible. And heaven forbid, actually maybe a few more shekels for their for their drivers, for the yep. people that are out there uh, out there actually uh, trying to make a living off of this. But then, but then they would have to accept some kind of liability, which is, that is the business model, except zero liability. 
Yeah. Okay. On one hand, say we're the safest ride in town, while on the other hand, doing nothing towards that. Um, Mm. If they start doing real background checks and fingerprinting and all that, then they're liable because now their system would have failed. They Mm. want to be able to have as many people as possible sign up to be drivers for them. Because remember, it doesn't if they've got a hundred rides that need to be taken care of, they don't care if there's ten drivers or a thousand drivers out there to split it up amongst. They'd rather there be a thousand and let nine hundred sit around and wait. As yeah, many bodies exactly. as they can get out on the road. And they don't care who the bodies are. And I can promise you, we've talked about this. I promise you from personal experience, their security is uh, look, I used a picture of my brother off the phone to uh, with, with their picture ID. I used a picture of a friend of mine. I was using his account one day and came up, oh, we, we, you need to look into the camera and we have to, you know, check your ID. So I just pulled up a picture of, uh, let's, let's call him the uh, 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 Let's just call him Jack. Okay. <laughs> What's his name? Jack. Uh, but I just pulled up a, a photo of his on my phone. I held the phone to my iPad. It took the picture. You're good to go. <laughs> oh, my. Well, I tell you what. Let's let's go ahead and let's take a uh, a, uh, a soft break here real quick. Uh, we come back. We got a we got a bunch of other stuff we gotta we gotta get covered. We did kind of get waylaid into the industry a little bit more than I had expected. But how else are you gonna how how else are you gonna break up time when you don't have the much anticipated John and Ed versus the spread? Mm. So we gotta find some time to fill. <laughs> so right, we'll be back. We're gonna talk a little Texas here when we uh, come back from this little soft break. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on. Radio TFI. Radio TFI. Hey, meet the swinger, four right swinger. Meet the swinger, four right swinger. Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. 
Hey, this is Chris Murphy, and you found the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. We have. Hey, Chris, but we haven't heard that voice in a while, have we? About a week. Did you play it? Oh, that's right. I do. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Now and now I remember. Good job, sir. Thank you. At the at the start well, of that, start let's of give Ed the clap. Yeah. At, at the start of hour two, we uh, that's there we go. Ah, that's good job. Thank you, thank you. Now I feel like the family pet. Who's a who's a good boy? Who does a good job? Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? <laughs> oh, what's that phone number there, Mike King? Hi, this is Mike King. You want to talk to the guys at the Taxi Stand Hour? Call us at 754-800-CHAT. That's 754-800-2428. Join the conversation. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, So, Texas. Uh, My goodness, that, that is... That is something... Something unbelievable down there. And I didn't realize... it. I didn't realize just how bad things could get there because they, I mean, let's face it, especially Northern Texas, they have weather issues all the, all the time there. You know, it's, I lived for a short period of time uh, in a community called Wichita Falls, Texas, which was, which is now, I don't know, 20 miles or so from the Oklahoma border as memory serves. And they got, they got some serious weather there. Dallas, I will say one thing about the uh, airport in Dallas. They're prepared for that because they their airport to go from terminal to terminal to get, they have a lot of flyover ramps there. They close those flyover ramps when they get that icy weather, a lot of ice. Uh, I don't know, snow, yeah, here and there, but they get a lot of ice storms there. Well, I, I think the I, I think the issue here, John, is not so much that any one municipality is prepared for severe weather. It is that the entire state, uh, I mean, literally every county in Texas was affected mm. by this brutal, brutal cold, and the mm. uh, the the energy infrastructure was just not up to it. Despite repeated warnings from the federal government, every ten years or so, every time there's some kind of an event like this, I mean, they haven't had anything quite like this, but no, they've, they've had weather events, and and uh, I mean, since the nineties. They've been cut off from the national grid. It's one of the little little trivia questions I, I like to throw at people. You know, how many uh, how many grids are there in the United States? Well, everybody knows now there's three. Mm, and Even uh, I know that now. Right. Everybody knows that now. And uh, But what most people didn't realize was that Texas was cut off from the rest of the nation. Because right now, they cannot purchase power from any other state. Why? Because, mm-hmm. well, they don't want to have to pay federal taxes and have the federal government, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, it's all about the money, kids and kittens. Uh, speaking of, before we, let's, because I don't want to not play this. This is a story from NBC. Now, you've probably heard some of this about what people's electric bills are going to be. And apparently it's some kind of free-for-all. 
the way the way electricity is doled out so take a listen this is from uh i think it's km or kpmc i i forget the call letters out of uh texas it's an nbc affiliate many are wondering what this week will bring to their monthly electrical bill some are already seeing the impact on social media people are upset skyrocketing electrical bills is the reality that some are dealing with. It's more than some people's mortgages or rent, for sure. Isaac Rios is talking about the daily usage charges he and his mother have been seeing on their accounts. For Sunday alone, she used 112 kilowatts and it was $146. For Monday, she used 70 kilowatts and she spent $573. How much? $573. For one day. Rio says he uses Gritty, a provider who helps connect customers with electricity purchased at wholesale prices. Those prices tend to be cost effective most of the time, but not this month. My mom, for this month alone, from February to yesterday, she's paying $1,200. On Monday, the Public Utility Council raised the price of wholesale electricity to $9,000 a megawatt, translating to about $9 a kilowatt. Gritty saw this coming, even telling their customers last week to find a fixed rate plan. But Rio says no one would take him. They told us that we couldn't switch it immediately. It would have to take several days, at least online. A lot of people are going to come out next month, look at their electrical bills, and are just going to be floored. State Representative Gene Wu expects the legislator to ask questions over non-fixed wholesale prices that are being offered to the public. I think at the end of the day, the state needs to look into whether or not people are signing up for things that they don't really understand and signing up for things that, that could ultimately really hurt them. Wu had an interesting take with regards to this week's weather. He said the storm itself was natural. The aftermath has been mad-made. In Sugarland, Mario Diaz, KPRC 2 News. KPRC, so there you go. I, I, okay. I mean... I, 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 I'm going to guess now in most of the other states. Now, I've lived in two states. I know I, I, I rent a place or whatever. I call the local utility. They come. They hook it up. I get my bill every month. Uh, maybe uh, with uh, FPL down in South Florida, Florida Power and Light, uh we never really had big, big electric bills. I was on a plan where my bill averaged out over the course of the year. So that mm -hmm. like in the summer when we when we really cranked the AC and you mm -hmm. would get a big bill. Well, now you pay, whereas in January you'd have almost nothing because you didn't use a lot, a lot of electricity. You're not using the air conditioner. Now, that was your big thing. So I got on the plan where it just averaged out over the year. I paid basically the same thing every month, which was great. But even still, in, in a normal month, you're paying $100, $110, you know, depending depending on your house. And But this, this uh, they're going willy-nilly, $9,000. You know, I mean, again, this goes back to the Bush era. And uh, Papa Bush. And John, now, w when did you live in Wichita? Was uh... Wichita Falls. I, it, oh, Jesus. Uh, 
I was expect we were actually expecting a call, or I was expecting a call from uh, my buddy Bill, who still lives down there. But it's been about oh Christ, maybe fourteen. Okay, so it was 13, 14 years ago. You were there post uh, post nineties. Yes. Okay, because that's about when all that nonsense started in Texas. Was about, I think it was ninety three, ninety four. I'm, I, it's somewhere in there. Uh, but, I mean, that, uh, look, we all know what what you should have done. What what these fine folks in Texas should have done. Just get on a plane and go to Cancun, baby. Oh yeah, that that's that that was the ticket. Apparently, a few people did, including one uh, particular uh, United States senator. Uh, oh, look! Oh, I, oh! I think his name is Ted Cruz. Raphael. <laughs> That's his real name, by the way, Raphael. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, born in Canada. I, eh? I... <laughs> oh my goodness! So. I got to thinking about that. Of course, there was a big uproar about that, and I and I totally understand it. It kind of reminded me when uh, when uh, up in New Jersey, when Chris Christie closed all the uh, beaches, closed all the beaches, and then he looked like his own little beached whale there, sitting yep. alone on the. Uh, Somebody had a meme of that shot with Ten Cruz with the uh, with the carry on bag, <laughs> superimposed. Ken Cruz, there you go, Rolando. Good morning. Um, uh, <laughs> he's an idiot let, let, let's just start right here Ted Cruz is a moron um, and, and apparently nobody in the Senate likes him nobody nobody likes him period uh, and uh, I, I, I just first things first you claim you were only going overnight. Well, that was his initial claim. He's finally come clean on that. But initially it was, oh, I was just going down for the night to get them settled and then come right back. Really? Then why did you pack enough for, say, oh, I don't know, a week or two? You barely, you wouldn't even need a change of clothes to do that. Anyway, he's full of beans. Let me, uh, I got some goodies. Let me. Before you, before you open up the can of goodies, let me just add one thought real quick here. I'm okay. Mad. One thought. All right. Go ahead. I'm not as I'm not as mad at him about this as some people are. Cause let let's uh let's let's face it here. It doesn't matter if Ted Cruz is in Cancun, Wichita Falls, uh-huh. or up in Patuxy, Pennsylvania. It doesn't matter. He's as worthless as tits on a bore, anyways. His presence really doesn't mean but a whole lot. That's not the point. Okay. First off, the optics of it. Hey, guess who raised four million dollars for the fine folks down in Texas? Uh your sweetheart. My gal. My representative, AOC. By the way, do you know what part of Texas she represents? Uh I can't think of I can't think of a square inch of Texas which she Plus there represents. Ain't. And you know who else is doing doing a bang up job for Texans? Beto O'Rourke. That's right. Is he an elect? No, he's not an elected official. Uh, oh, he's uh, what did he make? Did he get the uh, 
the uh, nod for uh, transportation secretary, I believe. No, that was uh, that was Pete Buttigieg. Oh, that was Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. My bad. I I, I got That's an my I bad. Got, I got an interesting tweet I want to read here. This is from Julie Raginsky. Uh, we're tweeting now, kids. And she wrote this. I get it now. Ted and Heidi Cruz wanted their children to be safe, to have basic sanitary services like heat and running water, to leave behind a third world apocalyptic nightmare for a safer place. Like so many parents before them, they decided to cross the Mexican border. (laughs) Reverse refugees, if you will, at 309 bucks a night at the Ritz-Carlton. Uh, uh, here, here's another one that I like from Wallaby Way 3 on, uh, on the Twitter. He says, quote, best quote I've seen on the subject, he says. The poor guy desperately needed a vacation, exhausted from weeks of trying to overthrow American democracy and valiantly fighting socialists who have tried to upgrade Texas's archaic energy grid. So R- Rolando come up with a, he said, you know, Johnny, Teddy uh, criticized Democrats who traveled during the pandemic. Pandemic. It it's, is the, uh, it's the hypocrisy. It is hypocrisy, yes. And it's funny, Bill's actually trying to call in right now, but he's calling me on my personal line. Bill, or uh, Ed, put that number up again there, the number that you need to call in order to get through to the show. Um, do you have the phone running? It's running. Hi, I'm unavailable to take your call right now. But now he's going to answer his phone. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank <laughs> you. I'm going to hang up and answer his phone. Exactly. Oh, there, there he is. Hello, Bill. Yay, I've been trying for half an hour to get on the phone, but I'm, nobody will answer. I'm, it, it didn't come through. I apologize. Yeah, you want to talk about Ted Cruz, know what you're talking about. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, let her rip. Bill. If, if, first things first, I, I, Bill, I, will, Bill before, I will tell you flat out, if this man had two brains, one would die of loneliness. Yeah. Let, let, let me ask you seriously, how are you holding up? Well, I have been one of the fortunate ones here in town. I didn't lose any electricity uh, and any power, gas or anything like that. So I was fortunate. Good, good. We're, we're happy to hear that. Now let the bashing begin. How about other before, before you go there before you start? How about Wichita Falls in general? Uh, they had rolling blackouts here in town, and uh, some people got rolled a little more than others. It's going to happen. It's going to yeah, yeah exactly. Well, and and let me kind of correct one of the things that you were talking about there, Ed, where uh, Texas didn't want to. Uh, Texas wanted to stay on its own power grid. Uh, because they wanted to to remain remain the independent republic state of Texas uh-huh. that they've always claimed that they are. Uh-huh. Uh, John may remember. I don't know if they were talking about this when he was down here uh, a few years back, but uh, they were clamoring on about. Uh, well, we're going to secede from the union because we have all our infrastructure ourselves, and the uh, hell with the rest of you. Yeah, that's well. Uh, you know, there's one. That there's, I, I, I want to. If if that happens, you and you and Barbara get yourselves back up here to Minnesota where you belong, and then after that, <laughs> Shaletta, go down to Houston and get your grandmother. 
she she let us know that uh, her grandmother has has had to uh, is suffering through this down there in in uh, the Houston area. But after that, oh yeah, lock the doors. I I have no problem. I have no problem with with go with dropping down to forty nine states, and then hey, build there's your wall. There's your wall. No, 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 no. Exactly. We get, we get to keep the 50 stars because then we make Puerto Rico a state. There you go. That's a hell of an Again. idea. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, and, we, uh, we, we build the, that wall on the, the Texas other thing, border. The other thing you were talking about was Beto O'Rourke. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one who ran against Ted Cruz right. for Senate a few years back. Hell, That's I voted right. for Beto. I campaigned for Beto. Uh, he would have been a hell of a lot better choice. And he was a well, uh, representative from, I believe it was El Paso yes. was where he was from. Uh, yes. so I don't know if, I don't know if he's going to try to run again. I would hope so because right now Ted Cruz is getting crucified down here. And believe it or so. not, and rightfully, everybody rightfully. is on his ass. <laughs> you know, you know, who's polling better there? My girl, my girl, AOC is going to be polling. Yeah. Believe there. it or not. <laughs> kind of a shock unto itself. Even, even carnival lines has come out with, uh, a, a special uh, ride for for them, uh, where you can come uh, ride the ship and take a a week's cru- a cruise and and leave everybody behind and screw everybody. And it's called the Ted Cruise. The Ted Cruise, yes, yeah. Oh Jesus! Yeah. We saw that. <laughs> who, who didn't know? Who didn't see that coming? Yeah. Exactly. I can see that coming from the. I, I saw that coming from the dock. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> Well, again, we're we're happy that that you're okay. I mean, that's you know, uh, we apologize about the phone lines. I think the lines were frozen here. Uh, <laughs> well, I I'll tell John because you know he he was down here a couple of times. I think we had little tiny snowfalls, but uh, I had a horrible Minnesota flashback with this. We had oh, here in imagine. Wichita Falls, we had 14 inches of snow. My goodness. Uh, and numerous nights of below zero. So uh, we went 10 days without getting above freezing. Now, wow. that don't sound like much up north, but down here, that's a hell of a lot. No, Bill, yeah, where, yeah. where I am, that's Bill, that's, I, that's a hell of a lot. <laughs> Bill actually asked me if we were bowling again. He was having flashbacks. <laughs> A little little PTSD work in there. <laughs> exactly. So so Bill, let me let me get a little. We, we played a clip from from a, a TV station down there about the electric bills. How does it work? Who do you contact? Let's say you move into a new apartment or a new house. Is, is there one place in town, or is it just a statewide grid of apps that just who 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 maintains your well, electric? There's there's two major uh, electric companies in the state that that's uh, TXU and Reliant Energy. Uh, they're the two the two big dogs in the fight. Uh, then if you if if you want to throw your hat in the ring and try to get in with one of these companies like Gritty, uh, well then you're you're, you're kind of on the hook. You're going to get what you pay for. But I mean, who actually comes out and hooks you up? Who, who, you know, okay, I'm moving into a house that, uh, 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 or do you have to hire an electrician to actually do the physical? No, 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 no. 
if if your house is provided, we're not that far behind here in this state. <laughs> I don't. Uh, if, you, if you have electricity, the, the local provider just flips a switch and turns your electricity right. on. Right, but I'm I'm not talking about that situation. That's the same thing here. It was the same thing down in South Florida. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, right. I'm talking about you're moving into a house, and for whatever reason, the physical electric has been it's physically uh, cut off from the wonderful texas grid who comes oh, out okay that them? would be that that's encore oh yeah and then you have you have ERCOT, which is in charge of basically the whole state right. but encore is the one that that uh they work on the lines and that I, i'm assuming that's what you're talking about right that's what i'm talking about is is the maintenance because again for instance here in new york city you see con edison that's that's who runs the electric here con ed right and believe me, it's been very easy to con Ed over the years, but uh, that's an old joke that goes back to when I was a kid. Uh, it's the South Florida. You saw FPL trucks out all over the place, but you knew who the same people that was working on, on, on the physical plant were the same people that were sending you your bills. And that's who you, you know, you spoke to. And it was just one company, one, one thing, one entity. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it just seems well, like the other, a bit of a convoluted the, mess down there. Well, the other crazy thing, and I, oh, God, sometimes I want to just slap people. Oh, but it's a waste of energy down here. So um, it falls in line. Uh, they're talking about the, the wind turbines is yeah. what caused all this problem. Yeah, because the wind turbines froze up. <laughs> oh, boo-hoo. It's amazing how the wind turbines in Minnesota, Iowa, and right. places like Thank that you. don't seem to freeze up and cause problems. Well, that's I, I actually I was watching a couple of things during the week, and that, of course that's the first thing that comes up. Hey, we get this stuff all over the country in much colder climates. And on top of that, uh, Ergo or Seagull, whatever the name of it is, they've been told a couple of times over the years, you need to winterize. You need to get this stuff done but being good independent texans they said screw you you can't tell us what that, to do that's right i'll tell you what see hey, when, it's, it, it, it's a classic case of y'all can't tell us what the hell we gonna do down here see this is the kind this is oh. the time that i like to remind people that that famous that texas bravado of don't mess with texas that people like to bring up remember that started out as an anti-littering campaign Exactly. <laughs> that, I really remember that. That is not something that goes back to the uh, the pioneer days and don't mess with Texas because I don't know. It was an anti-littering campaign. It's fun. Yes, it, it, yes, it was. It, 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 it and suits the purpose, but the, the other crazy thing about all of this is that everybody has just kind of sat around and waited for this to happen. Nobody has been proactive in stopping this. In 2011, we had a, another huge outbreak that not quite as bad, but did the same thing. Right. And the state told everybody, the, the utility commissions and everybody else, you need to get off your ass and fix this because if it happens again, we're going to be in deep kimchi. Well, guess what? Nobody well, listened. Because apparently they don't have to. Exactly. That was why. And because of the setup the way it was, people in places like Amarillo and uh, Shreveport and places along the borders couldn't go to the neighboring state and get power because right. of the we're measuring our penises in Texas. <laughs> and in the cold, they're much smaller. 
Yes, they are. <laughs> Especially if you're a white boy. Well, I tell you I what. I tell you what. I got that frightened turtle. Uh, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> but, okay. So you, I don't know if you heard the comments from uh, your former governor down there, Rick Perry. I think he was governor there oh, when I was state. Oh, that that worthless PC, you know what? Texas, we don't we don't mind the we don't mind the and I'm par- totally paraphrasing here. We don't mind. We could do without power and water for a couple of days. We just don't want anybody else or any other state telling us what to we do. don't want. Texas, it was something along the lines of Texans can live without water and yep. power for a couple of days uh, before we would let the federal government come in. Now that may be him who's sitting in a house with power and water. Exactly. You know. But how many people? How, how about how about now? Exactly. How 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 about now? Yeah. Uh, well, how about now? You kind of lost me there. With uh oh, we can go a few days without oh, right, uh, right, water right, right. And power. Yeah. How 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 about right. now, folks? <laughs> yeah, you've gone a few days. How's that working out for you? Yeah, it's working out real well, isn't yeah. it? What the sad I mean, part? What the sad thing is. With this whole uh, with this whole situation, is people are doing things that you and I know are absolute no nos. I mean, how many people parked their damn or started their car while it was in their garage and went in there to sleep where it was warm and then wind up uh, uh, dying because of carbon monoxide poisoning? I mean, and well, how many how many that, that's fires called, have that's there been? called thinning that's called thinning the herd. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I get that. You can't help but you you can't help but feel a, a, a little sorry. But it, 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 it would. Well, it, here's the thing: it doesn't ha- didn't have to happen. All they had to do was okay. You got time to work with. You get these events that happen maybe once every. Well, what, every eight years, seven, eight years, you get these events that happen. Hopefully it doesn't happen for another 10 or 12 years. But you better have learned from your mistakes in this. That's all you can hope for. And I hope that Texas doesn't learn. Texas doesn't learn. That's the whole problem. This has gone on for uh, I, I moved here originally in 1972, John. And the mentality here hasn't changed at all. Yeah, I, I, what's it going to take? What's it? What's it going to take? People, how many people have to die before they realize what's what's going on here, and, and what needs well, to you, be done? This you might have hit on it with with this storm because it did affect the entire state. So, you know, maybe the, the people that are making the hundreds of thousands of dollars a week in, in Fort Worth and Dallas and millions in Houston and San Antonio, uh, they now got hit. And once those people start getting hit, starts hitting the pocketbook, then things start to change. Right. Everybody, maybe. Got, a, everybody got a fair taste of the misery at the same time. And that's for damn sure. And uh, I, I mean... Look, I can I could sit here and make jokes about Ted Cruz all day long, and we're gonna do that now or two. But uh, uh, but I mean, let's face it, 
Look, I was freezing my ass off in this apartment the other night, and it was no, it was cold. I, I'll say that I wasn't freezing, 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 but it was cold uh, because of the heat situation in this building. But I didn't have pipes bursting or anything like that. It's one thing to be cold; it's another thing to have water showering down on you. Uh, oh, know, there ain't no lie about that. I know what it's like to lose water pressure in uh, in Hurricane Wilma. The city of Fort Lauderdale lost its water pump, so we went three days without running water. And I will tell you this, before that storm, had you said to me, Ed, what's your choice? Go without water or electricity? Piece of cake. Give me my electricity. Uh Uh-uh. Not now. No. No, I want my running water. I want my running water. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Fortunately, I lived on the ground floor. I had... I, I had a huge plas. I, I had learned. Uh, I, I had a, a, a trash can, 55, 50 gallon trash can filled with water. I had the bathtub filled, and you know, so I had water I could flush, and that to exactly. me was, was was the big thing. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm watching the pictures down there, and and I'm just seeing. Uh, going, John, going back to the person, uh, people going into their car. Uh, yeah, maybe they should have opened the door and let and let the exhaust fumes out. But I mean, you're freezing. You're cold, John. You live in in, in Frostbite Falls. You live in the freezer <laughs> freeze of the nation. You know what it's like to uh, to be cold, 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 bitter, oh, absolutely bitter cold. I mean, granted, you folks have uh, you know you got the clothes for it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But just the same. And especially when you're not prepared for it, not prepared for this. This wasn't passing one night. It got cold. Everybody huddled up and, and it was 50 degrees the next day. This was sustained. Bill, how many days? What was it? Four, five, six days? Uh, well, let's see. The snow started pretty bad on Sunday of uh, on Valentine's Day. And uh, what's today? The 21st. 21st. We're just now thawing out. Yep. Yep. What do you guys I mean, do? Let's see, You're about uh, the 50s Monday, now? Tuesday, and Wednesday were probably the worst of it. The 15th, 16th, and 17th, uh, we had highs that were in the single digits mm. for those three days. Oh. So, yeah, it was cold. Oh, well, that's uh, yeah, that's not good. Oh, I know. I know. It's, uh, that's even cold for up there in Minnesota. Yeah, it is. It, 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 it really is. I mean... And we and let's face it, I tell people this all the time. You know, when people that have never been to Minnesota, they think about uh, you know the snow people out snowmobiling and ice fishing and all that other happy horseshit. They, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, us people that live <laughs> they here, they they all think it's grumpy old men. It, well, exactly. It, us people here in uh, the uh, twi- in uh, the Twin Cities, we don't we don't go through we don't deal with we don't handle winter as well as people in outstate Minnesota. You know, we get pissy well, if, if we uh, we get pissy when you know when we get our uh, uh, when the temperatures get below you know. 20 degrees anymore around here and so hey we gotta we gotta go ahead we gotta take our top of the hour uh break there bill so listen we're gonna we're gonna cut it off here and uh, thanks for uh for joining us 
Not a problem. Thanks, Talk Bill. Talk to you guys in another time. Take care, pal. All right. See ya. Bye. We'll be back in just a couple shakes of a tail feather. TFI found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. from a payphone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing a behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. you didn't win a 20 volume set of the encyclopedia international a case of turtle wax and a year's supply of rice aroni the san francisco treat but that's not all you also made yourself look like a jerk in front of millions of people and you brought shame and disgrace on your family name for generations to come you don't get to come back tomorrow you don't even get a lousy copy of our home game you're a complete loser don't know what 
Mike King. You want to talk to the guys at the Taxi Stand Hour? Call us at 754-800-CHAT. That's 754-800-2428. Join the conversation. Well, thank you there once again, uh, Mike King. And again, I hope to hell you uh, get to feeling better here. Life is too short. Why do people, when they get up in their age, you know, Mike's in his, without giving out his his age, he's, he's older than both Ed and I. Yes. Uh, why, why does stuff have to start going downhill? This is the time in our lives where we should be enjoying our lives, not having to worry about arthritis. Jesus Look at that! Look at look at the the middle finger there. I can't straighten that damn thing up. That's as far as I can straighten that thing. Uh, sorry for the people there on radio. My middle finger, I can't straighten it all the way. It's as crooked as Thanks. a Washington politician. Yeah, there you go. Exactly, crooked as Ted Cruz. He's not crooked. He's so, just stupid. Anyway, tell the people who we are well, and why we're here. This is true. Oh wait a minute! I have to look. Wait a minute. Who we Check are? Check your notes. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, that's it. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and the Radio TFI Streaming Network. Uh, thank you for uh, for joining us here. Thanks for sticking through uh, with us uh, from the Radio TFI Northern Command Studio in Eden, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon, and this guy over here in the Radio TFI Executive Tower. It is Mr. Ed Van Ness. So once again, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. Boy, oh boy, Bill really did try to call nine times. <laughs> I'm you were just you just ignored. So you just didn't no. have the ringer going, or the ringer did not go. And I don't. I, I'm I'm looking at it right now, and I don't understand. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that should have. Uh, uh, well, uh, if you if you're gonna call, make sure you ring the phone loud. Yeah, exactly. We had earphone headphones on, so we can't necessarily hear the phone ringing. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> right. We uh, anyway. Good morning, kids and kittens. We're uh, we're happy you're here. Uh, I would like to thank uh, Bill for chilling about twenty minutes with us in the first hour. Actually, we got a lot of insight on uh, what's going on down in Texas. Uh, Bill from Wichita Falls, the beautiful metropolitan area of. Wichita Falls, Texas, um, and I will I will tell you here I kind of I kind of breezed over it while Bill was on the phone with us, but uh, the lovely and talented uh, Shaletta Brundage uh, has relatives down in the Houston area. Yeah. That's where she's she's originally from. Is is that particular area? And Tejas. Uh, her yeah, uh, she's uh, her. She told she answered a, a post earlier in the. Uh, uh, what was it yesterday she answered a post that said um, her uh 
her grandmother is uh, is dealing with. Uh, excuse me, I, I I I apologize. It's actually her mother, not her not her grandmother. Her mother is one of those who still don't have the the safe uh, drinking water. My apologies, Shillette. I thought, uh, you know, it's it's old man memory is starting to kick in here. It, it was indeed her mother. That's one of them that doesn't do not have safe drinking water as, as of uh, as of today. Ken Coons, I know, was joined had joined us earlier here too. He is also from the Houston area. I'd be interested to to hear his uh, his uh, situation down there if you uh, if you care to uh, join trust, in the conversation. We trust everything is fine, Ken, and uh, and that you and yours are doing well or as well as can be. Uh, let me put. Let me put this back up from Athen here, who said uh, from Australia, our prime minister got caught out last week early on in the COVID-19. Pardon me? Last year, not last Last, week. Last year, last year, taking a family holiday in Hawaii whilst most of the country was in lockdown. He didn't think news reporters would have found out. Well, guess what? Maybe maybe back in... uh, 1980, the, the wouldn't have been given a second thought. But right now, uh, between the news and social media and everything like that, there are no secrets anymore, folks. Nope. You are out public, you know, and, and you would think eventually, uh, you would think that um, people would learn by now. We're we're a nosy lot here in this country. Well, in the world, I don't care. I, humans are just naturally nosy, and so well when you act like something. when you act like an idiot. Hey, Ken. Uh, well, Ken Coons just joined us. For those of you on the radio, he's uh, he sent us a message. He's meeting with his insurance adjuster on the broken pipe. Uh, we we trust everything is going to go well for you, Ken. Hopefully, the damage is minimal. Yeah, exactly. That is just. And I don't know, I don't know the answer to stop um, to stop this from happening again. To tell you the truth, I don't know how we here in uh, this area, other than making sure you don't have your windows open when it's uh, uh, close to zero, so you don't freeze and break your pipes that way. I've, I've known a few people over time that have done that. Just because they have uh, regulated heat, you know, you live in an apartment building, you know, you if you think that little thermostat uh, uh, on your wall controls the temperature, uh, uh, Bubby, <laughs> sorry, that's just pretty much there for looks. I think you can, I think you can turn it on or off, but you cannot, you do not control the actual temperature unless you're living in a, you know, f- fancy condominium or something like that. And uh, yeah, if you know, you turn your uh, open up your windows when it's uh, and I'm not Ken. I'm not not trying to say that was the case with your uh, in your situation. I'm just uh, people just don't understand how to deal with this type of well of, of a situation. Well, it goes back to you know, folks in your part of the country, Alaska. Lots of cold places on this planet. They have dealt with it, you know, spectacularly deal with it every year again the texas was warned they've been warned numerous times uh athen is telling us he's got family in irving texas 
Uh, they're originally from Morgantown, West Virginia. They sent them photos that are just strictly unbelievable. I, I can imagine. I, I can just based on what I've seen in the news. Uh, before we get too I'd far. Love, just let me let me put this out there. Athen, if you're still listening, uh, uh, if you don't mind, forward a couple of those. We would like to, not that we want to, uh, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for here, make, uh, make light of other people's issues or whatnot, but. Some people just, you know, you see, you get a few file photos from the media on different, you know, different situ, you know, different, uh, nope. you know, the the woman that had the water, we don't uh, want the water coming through her ceiling fan or anything like we that. We just, we don't want to sensationalize. I think that's the word. You're no, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Right, as always. But yes, what I'm here for. Well, and you do it well. You we've, do it well. We've got two more two more audio clips that we didn't get to in the first hour because we were speaking to Bill. I want to get, I want to play those now before we move on from whatever it is we're talking about. Uh, first is from Chip Franklin. Trying to take care of, care of my family. I was trying to take care of my kids. By now we all know about Ted Cruz's Cancun getaway, smack in the middle of a deadly maelstrom of classic Republican failure. But what's the worst part of this week? A feminine boy who grew a beard trying to look tough while abandoning his responsibilities and people? Well, the man who licked Trump's balls. Proud to have worked hand in hand with President Trump. While Trump called his father a murderer and his wife a dog. Utterly amoral. Blamed his failure to lead on his daughters. I shit you not, chubby Ted said his kids forced him to fly to Cancun. That tells you all you need to know about Trumplicans. They'll sell anyone out to save themselves. It worked. Remember Ted Cruz and Titanic? Please. How much she has in the world? That's pretty much it. But there's one more thing about Ted. He not only abandoned his people, his family, his state, his responsibilities, he flew to Cancun and left behind his poodle, Snowflake. Who abandons their dog? How would I look walking to dog? A dog is a man's best friend, but this guy, not a friend or a man. What the f- Wrong with Why don't you talk to the president the way you talk to my brother? You afraid of him? Goddamn right. Who's with me? Winning. Yes. <laughs> uh, did you see the pictures of the dog standing uh, at the front door? No. Ted Cruz's dog. He has a poodle. Apparently, they left and left the dog in the cold house. I'm not saying they didn't have have it set up for somebody to come over and feed and walk the dog, but the dog was left in a house with no power, no no heat, no nothing. Hmm. So unbelievable. I I, I got one more. It's a quick one. Uh, This is from a fellow Texan. I am Texan. And when we have a senator that represents the state of Texas, I just got to step up and say something. So, hey, girls, where are we going? Going to take food to the people that slept outside. Senator Cruz, that's how we do it in, in, in Texas. I don't know how you do it wherever you're from, but in Texas, being a good father is taking care of the less fortunate. And both of those videos are available right now on RadioTFI.com. Uh, I think that's all I've got on Texas and Ted Cruz. And again, I could go on for days about Ted Cruz, about just what a clown he is. Uh, and apparently many... Al Franken has said on more than one occasion that he was friends with Ted Cruz. Not friends so much. Let me see if I can get the quote correct here. That nobody in the Senate liked him. He just didn't like him less than most people. Well, that's... uh, Nobody likes him. Nobody likes him. Uh, So, um, 
you have anything else on this uh, we want to oh by the way just uh oh that's right before we forget let's uh oh how do we thank you the, the, the music that actually drives away listeners <laughs> it's uh oh wait a minute it's not time for john and versus the spread is it it's not so get that Wrap off of here. By the way, 28 weeks till the return of John and Ed versus the Sprint. And we're going to let you rubes get involved with that, by the way, here. Right. We'll, we'll tell you a little bit more about that as the uh, as the season nears here. John and the rubes, the... Uh... <laughs> so Bush Big Bang died. Rush Limbaugh. Oh, what... I hear, and I thought you were gonna. I hear, I thought you were gonna be playing Rush's music, just just out of. Oh, you know, I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. But anyway, that time slot's available now, and we're we're available. I think we're gonna steal. We're, I think we're also going to steal the excellence in broadcasting moniker here. <laughs> as are we? Okay, we'll we'll talk about that at the next staff meeting. I've 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 already I've already stolen one thing here. The whole uh, Northern Command Studio idea. Uh huh. Rush Limbaugh has the Southern Command Studio in Florida when he's down there. Let let, let me tell you quickly. Uh, When my buddy Harry and I were on our uh, Schmooze Across America trip, we were driving. We were in Texas, coincidentally. We were heading to. uh, We left San Antonio, I guess. Uh, The original Feminazi. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into him. But we kept the we kept finding Rush Limbaugh on the radio, and of course he's syndicated. So then we would lose the station and pick him up again. But we listened to the same we listened to the show out of order for about six hours, and we'd hear the same thing twice, and depending on because they're playing at different times, and it was just. Uh, and and we suffered through it just to say we did it, and uh, my ears have not been the same since. Uh, that was oh so long ago. Uh, regarding uh, Rush Limbaugh, here, here's a great quote uh, from Betty Davis. She once said, "You never say bad things about the dead, only good." Joan Crawford is dead. Good. There you go. So, oh. uh, so we have. To- uh- so Rush Limbaugh's uh, passing, I and mean, we knew it was—we knew it was coming. He had terminal cancer. Yeah, you know, it—it it makes you wonder. Okay, when he died, you flip a coin in your mind as far as well. Should I feel? Should I feel guilty because you know? You know, don't uh, don't let the door of life kick you out or kick you in the ass on the way out. Do you feel any reverence whatsoever? This, this is gonna. This is a little bit of a moral struggle for me. Believe it or not, listen. Regardless of what you think about Rush Limbaugh, and I personally think he's a mental he, he he says he's a loving he used to say he was the lovable fuzzball well actually he's a mental furball is what he is but uh now okay. he's garbage yeah yeah now he's exactly one but he you can't 
you can't deny the, uh, there you go. Uh, here, here's one for you, Bill, with uh, Bill. Heads, I don't care. Tails, who gives a crap? I'm with Bill on that one. Yeah. I'm with Bill on that one. I got something I got I, I got to tell you, though. Oh, here he comes. Come on. Rush, Rush Limbaugh was the one who actually got my juices flowing as far as wanting to get into talk radio. Get a sponge. <laughs> well, no, because, and let's, and I've, I've told you, I've told this story before. This is nothing new. It's easy when you're listening to this guy. And the reason I actually stumbled, I've always been, I always liked listening to news radio. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell, Rolando, if you're still listening. I was always listening to WCCO, even when I was a kid, for crying out loud. I like to stay informed. I like to stay, um, I, I like to to know what's going on. And uh, when Russia was uh, uh, on one of our local stations here, you know, that's, I would listen. I would listen to what he had to say. It is, if you're not, ed- if you don't educate yourself and know what he is saying is wrong. It's hurtful. If you don't know all that, it's easy to get caught up, man. It is really easy to get caught up. I started listening to Rush through uh, the Clinton administration and starting to, uh, yeah, especially started listening uh, when Clinton was uh, lying to, to Congress about the blowjob he got from Monica Lewinsky. And so it was easy to get caught up. I was generally upset at Clinton. I think overall Clinton did a pretty good job as president looking back, but I, it irritated the hell out of me when Bill Clinton wagged his finger at the, at that press conference or whatever that was he was doing I did not have sexual relationship with that woman. It just pissed me. It just really, really pissed me off. And so all, what did I do? I'd listen to Rush Limbaugh and listen to, you know, how he uh, carried on uh, with, uh, with the bit and, and uh, tearing down even more what was already a bad situation. Yeah, but John. So yeah. Okay. I mean, you're it's, easy to get, it's easy to get hooked, is what I'm trying to say. If well, you don't know any better, it is easy to get hooked. So now you're talking about Bill Clinton and Monica, right? Right. Right. So here's a little palate cleanser for you. Bill cigars and Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle when he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Well, he don't know where a stogie goes. I can see how there was some confusion. Well, anyway, we've got, we've got oh. a bit for everything here. It's... Uh... So we got it all wrong. You know, Clinton was a huge cigar aficionado. He just 
found his first. Uh, he was the person that was had the idea of coming up with a human humidor well, he, for that cigar. He introduced Monica. Uh, getting back to Bush Bing Bang, <laughs> which is what my boy Neil Neil Rogers used to how he referred to him. Uh, look, Rush at his best was a uh, carnival barker. He knew how to get people into the tent. And you know sure what? And you know what? And that's all fine and well. And he's doing a show. He wants to have the highest rated radio show. Fine. But you know what? It's okay to have differing opinions. Certainly different from mine because... Uh, but let's face it. He not only crossed lines, he left them in the dust. Well, here, let me give you a, let me, let me give you a couple of prime examples here if you don't mind uh this was uh this is just a small take of some of his uh, uh greatest hits if you will are you playing That's something Cohen, susan fluke who goes before a congressional committee and essentially says that she must be paid to have sex what does that make her it makes her a slut right Makes her a prostitute. She wants to be paid to have sex. Ms. Fluke, and the rest of you feminazis, here's the deal. If we are going to pay for your contraceptives and thus pay for you to have sex, we want something for it. And I'll tell you what it is. We want you to post the videos online so we can all watch. This is Michael J. Fox. He's got Parkinson's disease. And it's in this commercial, he is exaggerating the effects of the disease. He is moving all around and shaking, and it's purely an act. This is the only time I have ever seen Michael J. Fox portray any of the symptoms of the disease he has. We're witnessing racism all this week uh, that led up to the uh, inauguration. We are being told that we have to hope he succeeds, that we have to bend over, grab the ankles, bend over forward, backward, whichever, because his father was black, because this is the first black president. We've, we've, just, we've got to accept this. Yeah, that 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 was just uh, three examples of uh, look vile. It's it's vile. It, it, it's, it, look, having an opinion is one thing, but to put out this kind of stuff, I I mean I know why he does it. It's to get attention. It's to it's to bring people in. But there's a line. There is most certainly a line. Not not that his his ilk. Look, I didn't think much of him when he was alive. Why would I think any better of him when he's dead? Well, this is this is this is very true. Oh, don't don't get me wrong here. I am not. I am not for a minute mourning Rush Limbaugh's death. Again, God, Bill said it best: heads I don't care, tails who gives a crap. That right. that pretty much sums it up. Uh, but you cannot deny that he was good at what he did. He was the best at what he did. Hell, uh, he he influenced... Hitler was the best a, at what he did. What was that? Well, that, there you go. That's, hey, there, that there's one for you. Uh, 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 what's his name uh, down in Florida? Ted, uh, oh, the serial killer. Ted, uh, Ted Bundy. 
Oh, was it Bundy? Excuse Ted me. Bundy. Kaczynski was the, Unib- was the Unibomber. Well, that's right. Kaczynski was very good at what he did. Yeah. This I, I mean, is that's, very true. Sorry, John. That's a poor argument. Well. I mean, you're entitled to to your opinion, and I don't disagree as far as when, when you talk about it from a strictly uh, radio business kind of perspective. I, mm-hmm. I get that. He was great at what he did. Uh, he rarely had guests and didn't take a lot of callers. Uh, he pontificated for three hours and it's okay. You want to make up wild stories, make up wild stories, but now you're actually going after real people. Okay. Yeah. He took, uh, the, 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 the woman, the young lady with the birth control. And I remember that story. Yeah, me too. He twisted that all around. Sure, you can make an argument uh, that he's right, but of course he's not. That's not what what it was at all. And to sit there and and, and say Michael J. Fox is acting that was low. That was, was low. First off, why would you? He was on a hit TV show at the time. He was, you know, look, he's doing fine. He did, if he wanted to walk away from it, all he ever had to do was walk away. It's not like he like he had to cook the. I I just, and the fact that he got the, the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which means nothing to me now. No, nothing. Oh, I, you're right. Yeah. I, I I mean, a real human being would have said like Dolly Parton. They were going to give her the Presidential Medal of Freedom, Biden. You know what she said? Now's not the right time. Oh no 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 yeah. uh, no her uh, hometown. Uh, uh, they were going to. Build in Tennessee, yeah, they were going to have a statue. A statue. For and she said, no, it's not the right time. Maybe after yeah. I'm gone. That's what yeah. you do in that situation. Look, and and uh, look, Dolly Parton has done fantastic things for her community and her home. I state. would argue she's done a whole lot more than uh, Rush Limbaugh did. Yeah. That's for, yeah. That's for uh, damn sure. I mean, Rush Limbaugh had more scandals than, uh, than I've got hair on my head. Well, then again, that's not really a very good analogy now, is it? Yeah. Well, I, let's face it, you know, drug, I mean, drug he got hooked on pain pills, you know, yeah. uh, it, it, it's, it's sad, but it's, it's, it's true. I mean, look, and I'm probably going to piss off some people here when I say this. Well, then you're doing it I'm, right. That's right. I'm nobody special. I live in pain every freaking day of my life, you know, between a rheumatoid arthritis, uh, the uh, actual osteoarthritis. Dang, uh, boy. Oh, Christ. You, getting out, of, it's getting to the point now where I have to, when I go to get up to go to work in the morning, it's like I have to set the damn alarm an hour early just so I can get up enough mojo to finally get up and get my ass out of bed. John, John, let me ask you, in the morning when you get out of bed, is it like a bowl of Rice Krispies, snap, crackle, pop? Oh Jesus! It, it's more like it's like more like a minor explosion when I get out when I get up and get you out know, of bed. You know, this is one of the reasons, wait, ladies and gentlemen. I wake I, the freaking cats up. That's this is why I keep John around because he makes me feel so much better about myself. <laughs> you know, I'm just teasing. And, and I'm three years younger than you too. That is, That's what. That is absolutely correct, sir. Well, My, that's what that's what happens when you abuse the hell out of your body. When I abused the hell out of mine. I got lucky. I got lucky. And they had to go in and do a complete overhaul on me, too. 
job. There you go. Hey, listen, I got one more rush clip. This is the one that really, really disgusted me, probably more than more than anything else. And and I I hate to even play it, but this is from Paul Shanklin, who who uh, uh, Rush instantly embraced. You know, he just thought this was better than a bowl of cherries. So if see if you remember this hit. For once, I'll, I'll honor your request to cut that. I, that I, I've never heard that before, <laughs> but I, 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 no, no, no. I, I saw your face get green with that, so I, no, uh, no, I, I understand. No, sorry, no. That is, uh, no. Let's but that's see. my point. My point with that is, is that he didn't know. Any limits whatsoever. He whatsoever. He, he had limits. no. He knew the limits. He just uh, unabashedly went by them. Yes. It's not like he didn't know that this was going to set pe- like people like me off. So he did it. That's why he al- allowed it on his show. And uh, look. Well, I, I I apologize. I you know I, I apologize. I do. Don't apologize. Uh, I, I mean, it was part of the story you were telling. and uh, The sad is- part about it is is that even, because even, I tell people all the time, you know, lighten up, you know, whatever. But even that, even that, and it has nothing to do with the fact that, you know, the, you know, history be aside here. As far as, you know, the, the history behind Barack Obama being the uh, first, our first black president. This was when when Obama was still, this was candidate Obama. Mm. That's what this uh, had uh, came. I, I, I just, I, I right now my insides are just raging. I, I apologize. It's like not I said, your I, I, fault. You didn't create that. Okay. And it's not available for you to play because of anything you did. Okay, this was the piece of crap that's worm food now. Look, he was a piece of crap when he was alive. And ain't changing. He's just not going to add anything to it. Well, there you go. I I, got to move on. I'm sorry, John. I got to move on from this. Uh, But in a similar vein, uh, another tweet that came out uh, from Ricky Gervais. We all know Ricky Gervais. uh, Britain's Britain's most hilarious drunk. he said this. He tweeted this. And he says, I used to be constantly disappointed by the human race, but Twitter has helped me lower my expectations. Yeah. yeah. We're going we're to cleanse the palate here. We'll be back in a minute. Sit tight. You found the taxi stand hour here on Radio TFI. Radio TFI. Is my kid in the right car seat? I guess she is. There are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there? 
rear-facing, forward-facing. I think I have it right. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Another public service announcement from Brill Cream. Men, beware. Use one dab of Brill Cream. Just a little dab makes your hair look excitingly clean, disturbingly healthy. This man dared to use two dabs. Now he's in trouble. We refuse to be responsible. Brill Cream, Brill Cream, Brill Cream. Brill cream, a little dab will do ya. Brill cream, you look so debonair. Brill cream, the gals will all pursue ya. They'll love to get their fingers in your hair. Brill cream, a little dab will do ya. Or watch out, the gals will all pursue ya. Get Brill cream today. Hey, this is Chris Murphy, and you found the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Hi, this is Mike King. If you want to talk to the guys at the Taxi Stand Hour, call us at 754-800-CHAT. That's 754-800-2428. Join the conversation. Hi, we're back here on the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. Once again, I am John Shannon. That gentleman over there to my right is Ed Van Ness. Are you, uh, are your uh, gills, are they a little, they are a little less green. Are you, uh... We're good. <laughs> we we are good. We just needed to cleanse the palate, as they say. So, so somebody. I, I, I got to say this. Ed and I are now over four years of doing this show. Yes, we are. Four years. I have seen him upset a few times usually it's because of technical glitches or or stuff like that i do not think i have ever seen him this visibly upset in the time in the entire time him and i have been doing this show he's doing a good job of of holding it in doing a real good job of it but yeah yeah i uh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go into it any further we're gonna move on and uh, so anyway, so there was an invitation. There was a there was a a, a, a fundraiser last night down in Mar-a-Lago for Senator Mike Lee of of Utah. His uh, his special guest were going to be Congressman Matt Gates. You know, Florida's uh, do boy, the the Trump sucky boy, and Congresswoman Lauren Bobbert, one of your favorites. She's no MTG, but. You know, she's doing her best. While I find all of them repulsive, uh, what's interesting is, now you know what these fundraisers, it's $5,000 a plate, $20,000 a plate, whatever it is. Very interesting amount of money per plate on this one. $10,600 per plate. Stop and think about that for a second. Knock off the last two zeros, and what do you got? 10 6. Uh, 106. Wow. So. Wow. <laughs> there you go, kids and kittens. If you think they uh, they care about you, they don't. Uh, the last thing I have 
prepared is from our uh, one of the best accounts out there, the Horse Whisperer at the Real Horse. Uh, she was replying to a tweet that Lauren Bob- Bobbert, Bobert, Bebop, uh, who had put this out uh, a couple of days ago. Protecting and defending the Constitution doesn't mean trying to rewrite the parts you don't like. <sighs> to which uh, Horse Whisperer replied, endlessly talks about the First Amendment, obsessed with the Second Amendment, has no idea what an amendment is. It's exactly what amendments are, rewriting the parts that don't work. Yeah. So, anyway, that uh, that concludes all of Ed's... Perp- well, no, no, actually, I've got some more audio if we, if we, uh, if we have the need. Uh, we've got... Oh, you know what? You know what I didn't play? The... Uh, it's on the website. It's about 15 seconds of uh, somebody from the Pennsylvania GOP saying, we didn't send, uh, I think it was Pat Toomey. We didn't send him there to do the right thing. We sent him there to do what we want him to do. Or something, you know, something stupid. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We didn't send him to vote with his conscience. You know, it, it's amazing to me how many, how many Republicans, the Republicans that voted the way, uh, that they they felt they should have voted and and on the other hand you've got uh what's his name the democrat who uh votes i uh, seems to vote uh, i can't think of him. joe manchin joe manchin while not one of my favorites i at least appreciate the fact that he stands up on his own and doesn't always go with the party line which is what annoys the hell out of me is uh total bipartisan votes or partisan votes, I should say. So, uh, uh, oh. <laughs> eight, 18 I'm exhausted. So I gotta... You know how much time we got to fill right now? We have a John and Ed versus the spread size hole in the show right now. Yeah, we got no hole here. I got, I, as always, I come prepared. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, I promised we were going to talk about this. Did you watch hockey last night from Lake Tahoe? I had no idea they were playing oh, hockey yeah. in Lake Tahoe. Two games. They were playing one yesterday, the Vegas Golden Knights versus the Colorado Avalanche. And uh, and then today it's uh, Philly and Boston, I believe, the Flyers against the Bruins. Now, there's no, cr- no crowd. Uh-huh. They set up the rink. And I was one of those. And days. no point. What's that? And no point. And no point what? There was no point. Why were they doing no, it even? Let me. So, because the NHL for you, for a bunch of years now has had the outdoor series, the stadium series. Uh, they, they play a, too many games now outdoors, I believe. It was better when it was one or two a year. But anyway, but they chose Lake Tahoe. It's on the golf course where they had the big uh, Pro-Am every year. Uh, they set up the rink on the 18th hole. I was one of those goobers that thought they were actually going to play on the lake because it was frozen. No, but it was set up right next to the lake. And, you know, look, there's no fans in the stands this year anyway. So it was beautiful. the way. Oh, man, it was a gorgeous setup. So they start the game. And you see players just dropping like flies. It was a beautiful, picture-perfect day yesterday at Lake Tahoe. 
sun was shining, barely a cloud in the sky, which was the problem. <laughs> and the ice was just, it's, they couldn't maintain the ice. So they managed they to put. They were instead of skating, huh? Yeah. They, they, every place where there, apparently where there was color on the ice, it just, boom, it just was, it was horrible. Uh, so they and they got through the first period. Colorado was leading one nothing. By the way, Colorado wearing their uh, uh, both teams wearing uh, their retro jerseys, reverse retros they're calling them. Uh, Vegas, since they don't have much of a history, they wore uh, the old IHL uh, team, the Las Vegas Thunder. They wore their uniform. Meanwhile, the Colorado Avalanche uh, reverted back to uh, they they dressed as the Quebec Nordiques. Yes. Oh, now that'd have been kind of cool. To it, see. it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. So anyway, they get through the first period. Colorado leads one nothing. It's usually about an eight. It's eighteen minutes in between periods. The the intermissions. So I'm I'm watching in the uh, Mike Tarico on NBC. He keeps mentioning every couple minutes. Well, they haven't started the, uh, the the intermission clock yet. And blah blah. Well, it turned out they finally made the decision after about an hour. Uh, there was no way they were going to be able to play on that ice. So they delayed the game till seven o'clock Pacific time. Was it seven nine o'clock? Because it was midnight here on the East Coast. And the game today that was supposed to happen at two o'clock Eastern or three o'clock Eastern. Anyway, that's been pushed back to I think seven o'clock Pacific time, ten o'clock. It's they're waiting till later in the day because the, the waiting for the sun not to be a factor. In other yeah. Words. And it's a problem they've had before with, with the outdoor games. It, it, this is not new. It's, it's one of the, uh, they were hoping for actually yesterday morning, it snowed there and they had cloud cover. And just before the game, it, it, bright, beautiful sunshine made for a fantastic picture. They were talking about, uh, the goalies and the views they had. Well, from the one end of the ice, you're, the rink you're looking into the trees meanwhile the other one had the view of the lake the mountains the sun right in his face and oh it was you know it, it would have sucked to try to stop a goal stop a puck but uh anyway so at midnight i watched the beginning of of uh of the second period after the longest intermission <laughs> ever had plenty of time to well there were no fans i was gonna say they had plenty of time to get their popcorn uh, well that was one of the what, that was one of the things that was kind of a blessing because they didn't have to take fans into account in what they decided to do. It's not like there was a, a stadium of 100,000 people trying to figure, you know, waiting for the ice to do its thing. So they didn't have that problem. And uh, I watched I watched most of the second period. Uh, in the end, the Colorado won 3-2. to two. Uh, Vegas, one of my favorite teams now, and they're only four years old. They played fantastic. I'll tell you what, they had a fantastic expansion draft years ago. We all know the Cinderella story. They made it to the Stanley Cup Finals in their first year, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, uh, we'll be watching a little hockey on NBC Sportsnet today uh, just because, just because, just because. Just because, just because you can. Because I can, and it's outdoor hockey, eh? And uh, Yeah. But what's also cool, what's also cool about it, with no fans or anything like that, you can hear all the sounds of the game outside and it's you know it, it's it, it's just you hear the players talking you hear the skates you it, it's kind of like i've always i've always explained to folks that have never been to a hockey game 
in person you got to go you got to feel the chill in the air you got to you listen to the skates on the ice you hear the the puck hitting the wooden stick and the, and the players hitting the boards and uh the skates on the ice again and uh, uh the puck hitting the pads of the goalie it's just such a visceral experience and uh once you learn how to watch the puck uh, and follow the puck. I'm tell you what, you'll 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 never look at hockey differently again. So, anyway, if you get a chance to watch hockey today, uh, today go go uh, NBC Sportsnet for Sports Network for which is going away. But for those of you listening live or or even on Memorex, and uh, so there, I talked about hockey, like I said I would. Here's here's something that means less than nothing to everybody. So, so my parents. So while you were watching, while you were watching so much TV, did you get a chance in the six uh, Hang on a weeks? Second. I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay. I was starting to tell a story. Okay. Tell away. You think you're in pain now? Go ahead. Do that to me again. So there's myself and my three brothers. There's four of us. Quite by coincidence, happenstance, when it comes to playing hockey, my brother Michael and I, the two older ones, we're both left-handed, and my two younger brothers are both right-handed. It makes no sense. It means nothing. I just always found it interesting that hockey is one of those rare things where being left-handed is not a about half the players shoot left-handed. It means it has no, it's not like being a left-handed catcher in baseball where you never see that, you know, being a left-hander, you have that little bit of a natural curve to to throw a ball or, you know, in other words, it's not made, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal to be left-handed in hockey. Joe Maurer was a left-handed catcher. Yeah. Yeah. But, who? <laughs> Joe Maurer. I thought you said your mama. Well, that Ooh, too. But... You never saw my mama catch. She never could go to her oh. left. It was horrible, horrible. So, are can I? No. Can I interject out here? Sure, go ahead. Tapping out. Okay. As we like to say on the on the big broadcast. Okay. So now, in all this TV watching you've been able to do for the last uh, how many months here, uh-huh. have you been able to catch any of the Jeopardy series with yes, uh, yes, one Ken Jennings? Yes, that's why I played the song we played coming into uh, hour two. Uh, his run is over for the moment. I thought he did very well. I thought he did wonderful. I thought he... Uh, the executive producer, Mike Richards, is going to be up for the next couple of weeks. I know Savannah Guthrie is going to do a week or two. Aaron Rodgers is going to do a week or two. Now, mind you, Aaron Rodgers, that sounds like, what? Oh, the, the quarterback of the Packers? He was on Celebrity Jeopardy and did very well. I mean, he's he's a student of the game, so to speak. And, uh, you know, so it's not an unreasonable choice. Uh, so... Oh, so you've been watching it as well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Granny Annie and I, we actually record it. Okay. So so we, uh, we've caught just about every episode uh, so far. Yeah, we've enjoyed the job 
that he's done. Uh, we haven't, uh, I haven't watched the his last episode, which aired this last Friday. But we got it recorded. I'm kind of waiting to, for Granny Annie to get back home and kind of watch it together and, and what have you. Well, if you're thinking, well, I won't ruin it for you. I will not. Well, I, already read, I already read enough um, to know that basically he um, he paid a little homage to Alex Trebek in the very end, and um, I don't know how much he made it about himself. I, that I Very didn't see. I don't think. I, I was going to say I don't think he really did, but uh, uh, when it comes to that, but yeah, I I think he did a good job, and uh, I hope I hope that the torch when he pat passes the torch to somebody else i hope they can continue at that level hey, let's let's face it alex trebek set a very high standard yeah for that particular show yeah he did and uh i got caught up yesterday last night uh uh watching old art fleming uh very how many listeners out there remember Art Fleming? Great. Show of hands, please. Show of hands. I was just a kid. Yeah, no. But I, I remember. My parents used to love watching Jeopardy when I was a kid. And, and uh, so, yeah, definitely remember uh, Art Fleming. And who was his little, He was, wasn't it Don Pardo Don that Pardo. Uh, did the... Don Pardo, you got to remember that that show. That's when a lot of these shows were still done in New York. Don Pardo was the voice of practically everything that came out of New York. He was also the voice of the local news. When uh, yeah, who yeah, go to YouTube, uh, Rolando. Uh, Don Pardo, when, jeez, when when Channel Four here, WNBC, first started uh, doing live at five. They had Don Pardo announcing live, and he'd be on camera. Here, in, at least locally in New York. I mean, you heard Don Pardo all over NBC. Excuse me, but uh, especially here in New York, we heard him on everything. Who is somebody that's never been in my kitchen, Alex? <laughs> well, didn't that's Cliff Clavin, talk about Don uh, Pardo? Uh, didn't uh, am I mistaken here? Didn't he also uh, provide background for uh, uh, Laugh In? No, that was Gary Owens. That was Gary Owens. That's right. You're right. Thank you for correcting Local me. Local LA DJ. Don Pardo did Saturday Night Live up until Saturday Night Live, except for one year, they took him off, and uh, and it's interesting because they've since he died, they've never actually Saturday Night Live has never acknowledged him on the air. They didn't put up a picture or nothing. I've watched every episode since he passed, and I, you would have thought they'd have given him a minute, you know, just to, and uh, I mean Daryl Hammond does a great job now. Don't misunderstand me, but. In the last couple of years, Don Pardo was doing it from his house in uh, Arizona in Phoenix. Okay. He he did it till he was well into his 90s. Well, and, now, uh, isn't Johnny Gilbert uh, up there in age, too? 
Johnny Gilbert's dead. No, no way. Yeah. Are you kidding me? John- well, who's you- the, then who is, if it's not Johnny Gilbert, then who is the, who is the one that's doing the announcing for Jeopardy today? Uh, maybe it is Johnny Gilbert. Let's find out. Uh, 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 oh, I guess, yeah, I guess he is doing, yep, 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 yep. that's Johnny Gilbert. That I, is- I, I think I heard he was in his 90s himself, if, yep. I, if his memory serves. He was born in 1924. So uh, That would, that would put him in his 90s. 90s. It certainly would. Well, you know, these old-time game show announcers, they, uh, well, most of them aren't around anymore, you know. You, you hear... You know, it, it's interesting. It's one of those things you, you 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 go to YouTube or whatever. And remember, you would hear the same group, same announcers on every show, you know. And they would fill in for each other. And you'd hear one voice here and one voice there. And, uh, and again, this was the tail end of when networks had staff announcers. Don Pardo was the last official staff announcer for NBC. And he started out with them uh-huh. in NBC radio. Back wow. in back in the day, he worked at a Thirty Rock for uh, for uh, you know, jeez, sixty years, seventy years, and uh, I don't know if you got to got over there by the Rockefeller Center. Uh, no, never did. Did you get to Radio City Music Hall? No. No. Yeah, well, that's too bad. I I, I got to just give me a quick second here for for a story. Granny Annie was when her and I went to. Uh, New York. We've been there twice. Uh-huh. And she didn't really want to venture too far away. She kind of felt like it was a, we were over in the Times Square area. Yeah, well, 30 Rock she is did, only eight blocks away. I Look, we, the furthest away, we did wind up make, we did wind up jumping on the, uh, on the uh, train going out to uh, Coney Island. Okay. That took that took some convincing. I wanted to while we were out there. I wanted to go to. I wanted to go to Central Park. Really wanted to go to Central Park. I was much closer. Uh, I I know. And the thing is, is well, yeah. But I wasn't much into. I'll I'll give her. She'll tell you. Well, I wasn't much into walking. You're absolutely right. I wasn't much into walking. Uh, but the they trains, have trains, they have taxis, they have trains, they have buses, all kinds of buses. You, we, there's no excuse why we didn't. And I don't know if we'll ever get a chance to make it out there again, but, uh, um, no, we've locked I the gates. What's that? We've locked the gates. Yeah. Well, we put up a wall. As long as you're on that side of the wall, I'm good. <laughs> Time to say goodbye, folks. Thanks uh, thanks for staying with us here. Thanks for all the input. Thank you, Bill, for calling in here and giving us your perspective down there in Texas. Uh, for Mr. Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon. And I got the money. See ya! Oh